0: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Men's Wear Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Brooker. Today, in the last podcast episode of 2021, I am talking to Jamal Pierre, the founder of Pierre Performance. And Pierre Performance is a skincare range for men of all ages, sizes, backgrounds, and stages of life. Pierre Performance makes luxury skincare accessible for men with products that any man can afford, all priced under 50 bucks all natural formulations infused with vitamins, antioxidants, and botanical extracts to name a few, show visible results in clear skin, anti-aging, and more. And here to talk about Pierre Performance in his own words is founder, Jamal Pierre.
1: Yeah. So um, again, my name is Jamal Pierre. I have founded the brand uh, Pierre Performance, really a men's skincare line that is just focused on the premise of when you look good. Um, you feel good. And then when you feel good, that confidence really can drive your peak performance. Um, The line I launched in late 2020, um, which when you think about kind of what was happening, not an ideal time to launch a brand. Um, But I leaned in, you know, and I think I did more of a kind of like, I called it a beta launch, where we put out a site. And I really just wanted to get some feedback from folks about the product, of course, but even more so the brand and what it stood for and what they really wanted to see. Um in a skincare line and got some really great feedback so it did a more formal launch of the brand um, earlier this year actually in May so yeah miami Um, and really we, the 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 suite of products is really focused on every man's skin but really focusing on those who might have some problems so uh, blunt prone skin acne prone skin, oilier skin um, down here in Miami we are are seasonal range is basically hot to very
0: hot so <laughs> that, is, that is a bit of, of the foundation there too I think uh, Bill Hicks called it lizard weather only uh, <laughs> only lizards can get excited about that kind of weather going on
1: exactly <laughs> and listen it's beautiful in you know January through April but then um when you hit the summer it's intense
0: <laughs> right right okay um Jamal maybe just talk about your skincare journey and and how it's impacted your life please
1: yeah you know um so growing up my my dad was really really focused on his looks and you know it really wasn't necessarily from a vanity standpoint but he really believed in this idea of you know confidence coming from looking your best and feeling your best um and what you were able to do you know when 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 you felt your best so i had the fortune of of through my career getting promoted pretty early Um, i started with a big global bank right out of school in hr and as I got into these leadership positions and these big roles and was doing a lot of like, you know, public speaking in this corporate life, I started shaving. And that was sort of like the the pivot for me because my skin went bananas when I started shaving. And, wet, wet shaving, yeah. What's that? Uh, wet shaving. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, you know, really just reacted badly. A lot of ingrown hairs, a lot of just like the aftermarks of, of blemishes and things like that. So. I started really learning about skincare more so, not necessarily from a vanity standpoint, but more so from a pragmatic standpoint. I was like, you know, what cures this? What makes this better? And just started learning about the different things and ingredients like salicylic acid and benzoyl peroxide and things like that. So as I got older and I, I really started to figure out my own skin, that's what drove me to, to create PR performance. Cause I'm, I was essentially using a bunch of different products pulled all, from all over the place. And I thought it would be really great that I would have one line that really is focused on a man's skin and you can really get anything that you need from the line.
0: Right. Yeah. It's, it's interesting when you have like this coming of age time in your life and you can maybe upgrade your wardrobe or, you know, maybe like your etiquette around people, but your skin, you're kind of in the hands of the gods a little bit, or at least, uh, I mean, I was, I mean, I I had really bad acne growing up. I mean, the age of 16, when you just become interested in, in girls or whatnot. And then sure. I had like this huge breakout right on my chin, nowhere else. And it had like, I mean, just having acne around your mouth. It's, it's just like the, I mean, you just, you just think how, I mean, how is this possible that it's not concentrated everywhere else? And why is right. it so here? I mean, I then went to doctors and got pills. I mean, how far are we on now, say twenty years later, with with these kind of products and this this kind of science? So, you
1: know, I think that that's the biggest thing is because if you kind of fast forward to to from that point to not necessarily current time, but maybe like 10 years ago, there were different products out there like Accutane and, and different things like that, that people started taking and using for skincare, but was super harsh. And mm-hmm. so you got folks who were, uh, unfortunately still have kind of the, the side effects of Accutane to, to this date. It's been taken off the market, but my biggest thing was being able to leverage powerful scientific things and and ingredients, but coupling it with naturals so that you weren't using something that's going to be super harsh and irritating. Cause that's a bit of the challenge when you're trying to treat acne, your thought is kind of strip the oil and remove all the dirt and the bacteria that's causing it. But it's such a fine line because you end up doing the exact opposite, you know, when you're using things that are too harsh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, where do you start on a, on a journey like this. I mean, where are the stepping stones for you with regards to getting the ingredients together and, and the prototypes? Where did it begin?
1: Yeah, so I, uh, I had the great fortune of working uh, for Chanel and I was heading up HR for them for their fragrance and beauty um, division. And just by virtue of the division I was supporting, I started to just get a lot of information around skincare. And keep in mind, I had a real interest in it um, all through, through growing up. So as I learned more about what that industry was doing, the marketplace, the space that there was for a men's uh, dedicated line, I started doing some additional research as far as who could help me with that. And so I found a lab based in Southern Florida, actually, not too far from Miami and Boca, Mm -hmm. uh, that worked on this. And I told them, you know, what I wanted to do, what I had in mind. I gave them ingredients that I thought were really important to use. And so we put this together and listen, there's several iterations and guess and test. I started this journey in 2018 and really didn't launch everything for, it took me about two years. Um, But yeah, that's why I feel so great about it, is the amount of time Hmm. and the amount of iterations and evolution and the feedback that I've gotten on it. It feels really good to have it out there. It's something that I really feel proud about.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think anyone knows that they've, who's done a project, it might might even be a book or something that's just taken sure. so long to get out from under their feet to actually get it out in the open. Um, there's no feeling like that. I mean, so uh, how did you raise the capital for for this? Did you crowdsource it? Was it your own investments?
1: Yeah, so I, again, uh, very fortunate to have worked for some incredible companies uh, that performed well. And I was in positions where I was getting some hefty bonuses. Mm-hmm. And so honestly, I counted my pennies for some time. And as I was preparing, um, to do a lot of this work. I fortunately had savings and it was really important to me that as I did this and as I continue to do this, that I not incur more debt than necessary. And I think anyone that's out there trying to start a business, really going into it with that in mind, because you always want to love what you do and financial stability and financial backing, whether we like it or not, impacts the joy a lot. And so that was really important to me I, I i really did not want to go too too far in debt and bringing this to life so um took my time and and saved up and yeah i
0: i was able to kind of get it to going yeah and and it's not just the money threshold is it it's like the time that you invest in as well so it's exactly kind of a right. it's a sweet one too where you go well, look i'm i'm churning all of my waking hours all of my spare time into this you know you have your nine to five going on there and then you have you know, quote unquote downtime where you're investing another part of your life over here. So like there's, there's two things I find going on in my mind is how much time and how much money and what thresholds can you draw a line under for
1: each of those? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, a big piece of it is what realistically are you trying to get done and when do you want to do it? And some of that will then like kind of inform how much debt you have to go into, right? So if you're looking to do something within a short period of time and you don't have the capital, that's where, that's where, you know, you, you've got to learn where to compromise.
0: Jamal, maybe you can talk a little bit about the the products itself. And, and also if you can just inform us on what are the difference between, I mean, this is a very men's skincare focused brand. What are the main differences between women and men's skincare?
1: Yeah. So that's a great question. It's a good starting point before going into the products and, very straightforward. Men's skin have a few differences, a few fundamental differences for women's skin. Our skin is thicker. Um, and so it's just, there's going to be more uh, collagen and different things within our skin because it's thicker, that dermis. Um, we have more sebaceous glands, which basically means we sweat more. So we're going to be oilier. We're going to have a bit more shine. And then we also have just the caveat that many of us shave. And essentially, when you're taking a blade to your, your skin, that is, you're incurring a sense of trauma. And for some guys, the reaction to that is really severe. So in designing the line, it was really thinking about those things and how to treat them and how to make sure that they were top of mind. And so the cleanser that we have, the Fix Your Face is the facial cleanser. So it has a touch of salicylic acid in there to really control blemishes, acne, and oil. And then the naturals in the cleanser is really, it's incredible. So we've had seaweed in there. There's some real... Um, uv uh, radical fighting ingredients within seaweed that just keeps you looking good um we also have uh peppermint so peppermint is, is something that really is just there to invigorate it has anti-inflammatory properties and the smell itself is really incredible so that's the cleanser we then have a salicylic acid exfoliator and this is a game changer for folks who would not used a, an exfoliator before and so what you do basically is you put it on and it depends on, you know, how oily your skin is, but the frequency in which you use this should probably be starting once a week, but I have some guys that will use it about three times a week. You put it on for about 30 seconds and up to two minutes, and then you're just going to wash your face off with some cool water. Mm-hmm. What it does though, is it reduces your oil and your shine really incredibly. And it treats uh, post shaven skin in a really great way. So a lot of anti-inflammatory properties that that will really help you out there. We also have our our even keel brightening serum. So the serum is just a really great way to smooth over, even out your skin. If you have any like post acne scarring, this is a really incredible way to treat that. Um, we have our eye cream, which has a touch of uh, coffee beans in there, some caffeine. So that will literally wake your eyes up. Mm-hmm. And so there's <clears throat> things in there that will constrict the swelling uh, below your in, in your um, uh, your under eyes, sorry. <laughs> and that will that will help you to just lose the bags and the puffiness below your eyes. And then two more products. We have our Never Thirsty Moisturizer, uh, which is basically blended with glycolic acid and jojoba oil. Um, so it has an incredible scent as well. Super lightweight, non-greasy. And then we have a blemish drying lotion, which is kind of like the miracle drug. So this is something that if you have a blemish, you have an acne or uh, a pimple, you put a touch of this on the directly on the pimple before you go to bed. Overnight, what it does is it basically dries it out. So when we say blemish drying lotion, that's literally what it does. It will reduce the size of the pimple significantly, if not take it away overnight. So th- that's kind of the, the miracle in a bottle that everyone <laughs> needs to have in, right. in their
0: medical cabinet. Yeah. I think a lot of guys can relate to to, to that. A lot of what you just said on how when you do have a shave it's almost like you're throwing the dice as to how it's going to turn out if you're not preparing or using the right products or maybe you might have a new new blade and you you have maybe an event that you need to go to there's probably a reason even if it's work there's something that you're going to be customer facing front facing it's just crazy that we're kind of like well let's just hope this turns out all right i mean (laughs) (laughs) so i think this will actually be um you know some good news to some guys who, who have this anxiety when it comes to shaving in their own skin right? total and and that's the biggest thing
1: is so much of what i wanted to do with this brand is making it okay for guys to care about what they look like right like and then to the point of like you're going to be facing customers you might have some big deal or sales thing that you're trying to pitch it matters what you look like you should care and you should right. invest the time and the money into looking your best. So kind of getting rid of all that, that toxic masculinity nonsense that guys don't care, you know?
0: Yeah, no, no, I I get it. uh, Do you have also, you touched on like the, the bags under your eyes. I suffer from that a lot of the time. Do you have any kind of skincare tips for the general nutrition of your skin?
1: Yeah. And you know, a lot of what I'm going to say is, is stuff that's going to annoy people because it's stuff we just deprive ourselves of, but Hey, get more sleep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Right>? like, <laughs> and, no. and, just, like, and and you've probably seen it the amount of studies that have been done just on the power of more sleep mm. honestly and what it does for your skin is really incredible when you're sleeping is essentially when you're rejuvenating it's when your cells turn over it's when all of the good stuff happens so to the degree you're not getting enough of it it's going to reflect on your face and, and there's only so much you can do to combat that so that's right. first and foremost um water is essential and just based on the makeup of our bodies and the amount that we need but just making sure that you're drinking a ton of water um again other things that i know are not (laughs) going to be profoundly groundbreaking, but sunscreen is critical and staying out of the sun as much as possible. And I know, you know, especially living in South Florida. That's no
0: problem for us. (laughs) 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 I haven't seen sun in about nine days.
1: (laughs) You know, but then you come to places like Miami and and, and South Florida where, you know, we live in the sun. So it's just making sure that you've got a really incredible sunscreen on at all times, even when it's cloudy. Um, And there's even been studies done that at night, you still can catch (laughs) different rays. You should actually have sunscreen on at night so there's real power there
0: and do any of your products have the is spf 40 that kind of protects against these uv rays
1: you know so not yet one of the things that we're launching is going to be a moisturizer with not only spf but also brightening serum in it um so just an effort to reduce the amount of steps you have in your your routine uh but also adding just that protection of the spf so it's
0: coming soon on the way and and so, like, you, you mentioned that you had, like, a beta, like, a soft launch for the website. Yeah. Were you able to get uh, your, your production line to just have small runs initially? And now that you've had the feedback and now you've had the confidence, you can now extend and, and do more, more production?
1: That's basically it, yeah. So, okay. what I was able to do was run the, exactly my initial run. Um, and the manufacturer that I was working with has been really, really great. Um, And so we did a smaller run, put the site out, got some really critical feedback. And I'll be honest with you, didn't make dramatic changes, but I mean, it's all about the detail. And I got some really great feedback that that informed some small tweaking and some small uh, changes that we made. But yeah, then I was able to do the larger run uh, after that once we launched the, the, the official site.
0: And how do you go about, so someone might have their own product in mind or they might be looking to do something similar to you. How do you go about doing market research like this? Is it literally just a case of giving some of the products to your mates or is it a bit more in depth?
1: Yeah, you know, I've, I've always said that the getting feedback process is is such a tricky one because everyone's feedback matters. But focus groups of one can be quite dangerous. And I found myself in a position where, especially for your friends and your family, because they love you and they want to help you. So they're giving you all of this feedback. And some of it is just, you know, especially, when you have someone who is not a, a marketing expert giving you feedback on your marketing plan, sometimes you got to do a timeout. But <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of companies out there that you can leverage for surveys. And I have a very good friend of mine, actually, who happens to own an insights company. And so he helped me put together a bunch of different surveys. But anyone can do it. You know, go to like SurveyMonkey or any of these sites out there. Right. You put together a survey just assessing what you want to know. And we we surveyed everything from the name of the brand, the look and feel of the packaging. And then we also, once we got product out there, did the feedback around specific, uh, specific products and ingredients and got some really, really great feedback. Again, nothing that we changed dramatically. If anything, it reinforced that
0: we were doing the right things. We had something going out there that that we could be proud of. And. And now, is it just you? Are you still the one man band or do we have, you know, a, a team, a kind of a loyal base? Yeah, the, the team is building.
1: Um, what I have found right now is I cannot continue to do everything on my own. <laughs> and so from a content and a marketing standpoint, I've got some help there. Um, and we are now putting together a basically a sales team, but they're going to be more so brand ambassadors that are going to go out there and push the product. So the team, the team is building.
0: Nice. And do you, and so talk about maybe some social media, do you have campaigns? Is there a, a platform that you like to hang out on?
1: Yeah. So we're big on Instagram. So again, the, the, the name of the handle is at peer performance. Um, and that's really where we're leveraging a lot of our news. Um, the different product launches when we're running sales and promotions, Instagram and Facebook are our starting points. Uh, but we've got a YouTube channel as well, uh, that we've got some commercials out there and and some different uh how-tos and routines on how to use the products. Um, and then obviously we have our site. So our site is the the best place to go for updated um, updates on the the products and on the brand. We've also got commercials out there on, on the site. So it's a fun nice. place just to play around with and check out.
0: It is, yes yeah. I like the images as well. Um like kind of all walks of life really and anyway yeah. not everyone. Uh Pierskin by the way dot com is the place PSGin.com and we'll put all the links over on the show notes so people can check it out and i'm on uh pierre performance it's on instagram just having a run through of following the hell out of that yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. yeah so what's next jamal i know you know is uh, you mentioned the moisturizer with uh, maybe some spf going on but is there any other plans to kind of expand upon this now
1: yeah, so we have got some some new products uh, coming out next year that we're really excited about. I mentioned the moisturizer with the serum and the SPF. Mm. Uh, that is really going to be great. We also have a pure sunscreen that will be coming out, so uh, both for face and body, and that'll be coming next year. And then we're also going to be launching what I'm calling a beard kit, so different products to help those those guys who are shaving. Um, and then a couple of surprises <laughs> that I've oh, got okay. up to leave. Uh, some surprise launches that actually will be coming out uh, probably very early on next year um, that I think will be a lot of fun. Awesome.
0: Jamal, it's been great talking to you. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time out and uh, and speaking to us today. I, I always like to ask this question at the end. What advice would you give to your younger self or, you know, maybe the three years ago when you started this project, you know, what advice would you give to your younger self and maybe future entrepreneurs? Oh, God. Um,
1: <laughs> I would tell myself a couple of things. I think first and foremost, just be kind to yourself. There there, there were moments where, like, you're just going to feel really down. You're going to question the hell out of what you're doing and why you're doing it. And just always being kind, I think, is important. The other thing is is really, you know, I think especially for somebody like me who has been in corporate America and really within that construct for my entire professional career, you know you've got to take the risk so it's going to be scary as hell (laughs) you've got to to the degree that you prepare for it and you plan and you plan and you 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 feel like this is truly your passion and what you want to do and what you believe in you've got to take that risk because at the end of the day if you don't take a chance on yourself who can you take a chance on
0: (laughs) Jamal Pierre founder of Pierre Performance pleasure talking to you mate you've been listening to the menswear style podcast be sure to head over to menswearstyle.co.uk for more menswear content and email info at menswearstyle.co.uk if you would like to be a future guest on the show finally please help support the show by leaving a review on itunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast until next time